Welcome back to the Drop Pod, a Warhammer 40k podcast hosted by two dudes, two normal dudes who, we're, yeah, we're just normal dudes, flaws just like everybody else. Right, Blake? I'm your host, Garrett. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Just uh, big walk of flaws. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Closet full of them, perhaps. <laughs> uh, so, on the docket today is Dark Angels, or as Blake so kindly just put them before the podcast, the Dark Knights, because it is Saturday morning. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we we did we did watch a, a Batman movie last night. So, oh, okay, there you go. And yeah, it's so, still Dark Nights is, I mean, still kind of right on the nose. Kind of right, yeah, yeah. It was the it was the one with um, what's his name? Uh, the new one, the uh, with fucking Twilight guy. I don't. Yeah, did. Yeah, right not sail right over your head. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. it was just the new. It was just the new one. Movies. It was the. No. It was the new one. The new Batman that came out with that's like four hours long, but. We didn't make it all the way through because four it's four hours. It's like it's, not, it's like three hours long. It's yeah, and, and trying to watch a movie that long with my wife, I knew what I was getting into. So yeah, yeah, we were yeah. we were never gonna finish it. Yeah, like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how old are we? Uh, on that note, you know, I watched recently that I was yeah. never see those uh, YouTube thumbnails where they're it's like filmmaker reacts to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched one. Love watching them react to Astartes because most of them never seen it before. They're like, holy shit. Yeah. This is awesome. Uh, s- still sick, by the way. Going on week three here. So I'm yeah. fucked up. That's why. Um, Ripping it. One that I saw, though, was, and I ended up just watching the whole thing because why not, was the right. Halo 2 um, anniversary cutscenes. Like all just stitched together. Yeah. Dude, they're so fire. They're so good. They're so good. It's fucking crazy. The, so the filmmaker was like, dude. He, he was a Halo fan, and he hadn't played Halo in a while. I was like, I haven't played this in a while, but I forgot how fucking good this was. He at the yeah. end of it, he's like, whoever made these cutscenes is like knows what they're doing. They know how cameras are supposed to pan and how they're supposed to like zoom in and out and when they're supposed to do it and why they do it and like why to focus on eyes and lighting and shit like that. Like the people that made these cutscenes are like film producers and directors and shit. Yeah. When, when, like, the AAA studios actually gave a shit about their games and, like, put put time and quality and energy into the games, yeah. Yeah, dude. What, what 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 a time to be alive. I know, no shit, yeah. <laughs> you see that thing? It was, like, the the, the, the first quadruple-A game from, I think it was Ubisoft, that Skull and Bones game. And it's in the absolute toilets. Maybe, I don't know. People said it was actually not bad, but it didn't look like I'd way rather play Helldivers than, than that, and it's 70 bucks. Helldivers beat congruently the new Halo game and Destiny 2. No shit. On Steam. That's awesome. Yeah, that is. They also they also are they also are imploding on server space. So you know, it's just give or or take what you can get. I got in without uh, trouble at all, both times. Yeah, couldn't play with my friend, which is like the whole point of the game. Couldn't join him. Couldn't do anything. Listen, you're taking baby steps. You could get into the game for the first time after buying it after a week. Okay, you can have one or the other. You can either get in the game. Or you can't play with your friends. You can't have both. Well, so I guess one of the they, they they came up with an update to kick idle people because people were just logging into the game and just chilling all day. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I mean, fuck, I did it too. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you had to if you wanted to play. Yeah, I do, but yeah, no, I know it's uh, I, I I've watched, I haven't watched a reaction to it, but that would that would I would imagine it's pretty good. I I do forget how great that cutscene was and how good the story, like you get down on earth and you are not earth but like the the planet levels you gotta fight and then you gotta 
go back Dude. up to space, then the yeah. Arbiter, and then that one scene when you're like opening the doors and just fucking breaking Benjamin's ripping on the guitar in the yeah, background. And you're dude. like, I'm ready to run through a fucking wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like high charity or something like that is the mission. Yeah. And it's just ripping dude. And then everyone just, all of a sudden is a breaking Benjamin fan. Because of yeah, Halo yeah. 2. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So what are you working on? On, on the, uh, the little hobby? Yeah. Table? Yeah. I actually, um, so I, I I'm still I'm still playing with the Tyranids. I've been based I've been basing them. Kind of stopped on that. I'm gonna take a look at maybe some contrast paints or some different kinds of paints I can just use to pop or kind of um fill in some like places I didn't think I I I, I think they're too pink. I think that's my issue with them. Mm. Too pink that I want them. So I'm gonna try to you know work on that. But anyways, I'm I built the uh, the finally built after what since it came out the tenth edition launch. Um, I built the uh, flame the flame guys. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. All ten of them. So I'll get yeah. them. Trying to figure out if I want them in blue or black. I mean, it seems the logical answer should be black. Black, right? You yeah. Know, put them in Land Raiders. Rip them up. Yeah. Burn the Heretic. Draw the Emperor. All that or, shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. You know, just a lot of a lot of uh, faith that comes in filling throwers. I hear. Yeah. In the forty k forty first millennia. Yeah. The, the two are related. For some reason, right. yeah, for some exactly. <laughs> um, dude, on that same note, I know how we, I was thinking the other day. It was actually yesterday. I was like, dude, I was talking about. I was thinking about um, how like gutted you must you felt, or it seemed like you felt pretty gutted by the Tyranids and like just the outcome. Yeah, and I was like, dude, I've been there. I was like, okay, sh- shamefully gutted, like so pitifully, like caught up in my failure in painting some fucking Octarius terrain one time. Like, I yeah. watched this tutorial on how to paint it. Painted it, spent all this time, had, like, all these different colors. And like, I was like, yeah, you can just make your, like, own wash, dude. So, like, okay, because it's, like, a shit ton of terrain you have to wash. Like, if it would be, like, legitimately two pots of an almond oil. Yeah. So I tried to make my own wash, dude. It looked like fucking dog shit. Yeah. And I was, like, so pissed off at it. I was like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, this looks so bad after this whole thing. I was just, like, walking around my house, like, what the fuck dude and my wife's like what's wrong <laughs> i was like you don't understand she <laughs> you'll never understand you spent all this time yeah i think that's what it was too you know i spent money i kind of made this like really narrative list i never really intended to go beyond it like i just wanted like in an instance where someone was like i want to play bugs i'm like i got them yeah or if if we wanted to have some sort of a narrative game i'm like yeah i got like just a really fun narrative bug list like i'm like kind of like the invasion based yeah. on the invasion fleet put the money into doing it yeah, found I thought what like a decent way to paint these things quickly because it's a lot of fucking models and the yep. way I always paint is by bulk, which is never really conducive to burnout. But um, I'm kidding. But yeah, no, and I just got to the end, and I, I honestly, it was I felt I saw it coming the minute I finished the skin. I'm like, this is too pink. I don't like it, but like I don't want to go back and do it. I can yeah. fix it, and it just it never really recovered from there. So um, did you, did you yeah, test model? I did three. You did three. Yeah, and Shit. I just I came up. I did um, well at least three different skins, you know. And I did one on a Gene Sealer, one on a Warrior, and one on a um, with different kind of ratios. Um, and I just think I should have gone done, gone with a a more flesh tone versus pink tone. Yeah. Yep. But. It's all right. I mean, yeah, that's, I'm gonna. Better. I'm just gonna. I'm and I'm not. I'm not a picky painter at all. Like I'm. I literally play by the three foot rule. But yeah, 
the, the the thing is, it's just like there's it's it's not consistent. You know what I mean? Like there's there's it's patchy, mm. and and I think it's just because the pink is like really like vibrant. It's really easy to stand out and be like, hey, you missed a spot over here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. I know what you mean. But that's either here or there. I mean, again, I have. Plenty of armies, and that's I like. I felt the same way though. Like I was walking, I'm like man, I fucking suck at painting. These things are ass. But then you, I walk by my other ones, and I'm like, you know what? Like I They're walk okay. by my custodies, yeah. and I'm like, I, I put a, I put some time on my custodies. They look good. I'm happy with. You know, I'm not that bad. Yeah. I just was lazy on my tyrannids because I didn't want to paint seventy something models. Understandably. So. Yeah. Well, I have. Uh, what are you working on though? Still sitting on yeah. my desk. Apothecary uh, by Lojo still sitting in the corner there. Chaplain Terminator armor. He's been Collecting holding that crunch up for a while, dude. <laughs> no head. Oh, no. still no Crozy or uh, Terminator, huh? Yeah, Terminator Chaplain. Yeah, they're on so the back you, burner right now. You, you got like space. You got a bunch of Terminators. <laughs> fucking Imperial Knights done. Yeah. So, are you going to that tournament today? I am. Yeah. Nice. Like so right you, you managed. This, to, you managed to go to get some uh, knights. Yeah, to borrow knights. You're, yeah. Never played them before, but going today to play them. So on 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 loaned nights, nice. Yeah, well, I mean, like more than half the army's mine. I just have. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Canis yeah, Rex it's... and two armatures that I borrowed. But anyhow, cool. Look, yeah, let me know how it goes. Send pictures. But yeah, let's get into yeah. it. Uh, so the Dark Knights. I mean, angels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, some good 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 lore in here. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I really need to brush up on my my Dark Angels lore. Because, you know, that's something that everybody needs to know, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing if you don't know about your Dark Angels lore? Um, secrets, man. They're just really, really secretive. It's like secrets through and through. Circles within circles and, you know, other circles. Which I think is called a circumpunct. I believe it's what it's called. The circle within a circle or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Anyhow, yeah. I learned that from a Dan Brown book, I think. Uh, okay. The Unforgiven. It starts off with some uh, Dark Angels history, you know, the Great Betrayal, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we talked about it before, basically. The Lion returns from... I don't know if, he's, if he ends up... He doesn't end up at the Siege of Terror. He's never there. But whatever yeah. he's doing, he was... I think he wanted to go there, and then he's like, fuck it. He kind of made a whoopsie miscalculation and was just sort of destroying uh, Traitor Primark like Homeworlds. Kind of petty, <laughs> Might have been more helpful to uh, be at Terra, but yeah. hey. Uh, Everyone's there, and he's just, like, ruining empty houses. Yeah, like, he's, like, you bombing guys. planets of people that just have <laughs> nothing to do with it. Just blowing them up, like, fuck you. The guy who leaves you is mean. <laughs> yeah. So, anyhow. um, So, Luther's he returns back to Caliban, which is his home planet, uh, who he left in charge of this guy named Luther, who was kind of like, um, let's see, to, he was kind of like the uh, Corferon to um, Lorgar, where Luther is to the lion. He's like this mentor who takes in, you know, Kid Primark. Uh, okay. Isn't it? Yeah, Kid Primark the lion in the force of Caliban, who is a knight, obviously. These are knights... Dark Angels are just basically knights. Space Marines are basically space knights, but the Dark Angels just take it to another level. Right. They're like right into it. Yeah, there's like literally just complete outright uh, Christian words in here. 
like comp- like do not exist anywhere outside of Christianity. Hundred percent. Just plug it right in. Yeah, like that. Ex- like somehow the remnants of Christianity exist in 40k. And the Dark Angels. And they're just, in the Dark uh, Angels. Yeah. Just took it all on. Yeah. Uh, so basically, when you get back to Caliban, Luther has been stewing. He's been he's been very pissed off. He's been uh, what's the what's the word? Brewing, stewing. Uh, there's another word, but he's been sort of getting angry in the corner of you know the proverbial corner of the galaxy, which is Caliban, that he's not partaking in. Uh, the Horus Heresy and the Great Crusade, and then this is like a little chink in his armor, and the uh, the Chaos Gods come to grips with him. Mm. And so when the Lion returns with his fleet, uh, Caliban opens fire on the Lion's fleet. The Lion's like, yo, dude, not cool. Then starts bombarding Caliban, and he actually goes down there, starts killing people, and then Caliban like explodes, and the only thing that is left basically from it is the rock, which is the for- their fortress monastery that was on Caliban before, and like the giant piece of bedrock that it was attached to because of the shield generator from the fortress monastery that was you know on or whatever. So during that, all the fallen, which are collectively, so there's the unforgiven, which are like the current dark angels, and there's the fallen, which are dark angels that have fallen to chaos, and that which is the big no-no. That's like no one can learn about that, which I has some gripes about that, but anyhow. And then there's the Risen, who are the Fallen, that the Lion comes across now that he's back, and comes to an understanding with them, and says, oh yeah, we were just, you know, following, like, you thought, I thought you were following Luther, and you weren't actually, and you thought I had we're turned little, to chaos. We so, were a little judgmental. Yeah. A little too quick to judge, our bad. Yeah, I just got back from blowing up, like, six other planets. Uh, I, I honestly didn't know that was, that was Caliban. <laughs> Forgot. <laughs> No, but they come to an agreement, and then you know they become the risen. Yeah, so that's how it. That's how um, the factions kind of breaks down. But anyhow, when Caliban blows up like this warp storm, whatever, like teleports all of the or sucks all the uh, fallen into the warp, except for Luther. Luther's captured, and I think it doesn't take him because he basically strikes a mortal wound on. Um, on the line because he is all juiced up on chaos. He's been taking the chaos roids. Yeah. That and goes a long way here. It does. It really does. Uh, brings up to the Primarch tier. Yeah. And then he realizes like, oh shit. Like he sees that he's like mortally wounded, which is weird. He's kind of like this father figure to the lion, but he probably also calls the lion father. Weird relationship there. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's probably healthy. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, there's no no confusing messages in Luther's brain. Yeah. Uh, so then he sees It might that, not be chaos, honestly. He yeah, might just, just be he might just have snapped. Up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like this never ending circle. Like I'm his dad, but he's my dad. But how can they both anyhow. Uh so that like kind of snaps him out of his chaos mood. And then that pisses the gods off and then they don't take him. They take all the other fallen. Throw him across the galaxy. Uh, through space and time and the warp and all that bullshit. And then Lionel Johnson is taken by the Watchers in the Dark to a place that only Luther knows and he won't tell anybody. And it's somewhere deep within the rock and they're holding him and waiting for him to like recover or trying to fix him, right? Mm-hmm. Then we get, uh, most recently, the, the line returns. And it says he doesn't know how, but we he might not know how 
pretty obvious, I think. Uh, he can just walk through shadows or walk through forests, right? Teleport places. Yep. Uh, he gets a sword in there. And then most notably, uh, he gets the Emperor's Shield. Just on casual. Like, oh, the, this thing's cool. In the forest. So I'm going to say, you know, maybe the Emperor might have had something to do with him coming back. Just to guess. Perhaps. Just to just, guess. Yeah. Speculation. It's, yeah, it's a fights, legend. Yep. And he fights like all... Remember at the end of the book, he fights like like uh, conjurations of all of his brothers, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, who can create that? Who can create that? And also give him mm-hmm. the Emperor's shield. I'm going to say probably the Emperor. Yeah, was, didn't... Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Ross give him like... like kind of beat his ass for a little bit. Uh, I don't remember. In that book? I think yeah, Russ was one of his tougher challenges. Challenges. Yeah. He was the first one, for sure. He's like, what? Oh, the he hell? was? Okay. I think yeah. he realizes that... After yeah. Russ, more of like, like he's like, like it's a challenge. It's like a right of passage yeah, or whatever. Right. Make sure he's yeah. ready. Yep. Would you uh, be down for a Russ book, or like a like a more backstory on Russ, or is he kind of like dry to you? Uh, no, I'd be down for that. I mean, prime they're prime marks. It's kind of hard to just not be down for him. But yeah, it definitely would be an action packed book. I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, zero dialogue because he's a space wolf. <laughs> yeah, for all the flaws <laughs> of space wolves, they do have some. They can be funny sometimes, like. Yeah, <laughs> in the in the end of the Deathline three, one of them's named uh, like Sartak, and he's kind of like just the shit he says. You know, but basically know what he's about to say because he's the space wolf, and they're just you know read the lines. But uh, <laughs> it, but it's still funny. It's still funny. All right. Uh, so the line returns, and there's rumors spreading about the Knight of Nihilus, who's this you know obviously crazy tall badass dude. You know Lionel Johnson. Kicking ass, taking names. Uh, and then it cuts to the inner circle and what it's what it's there for. And it's uh, it was formed after the fall of Caliban and the fall of you know a lot of the Dark Angels. And it's formed mm-hmm. to deal with this problem. And basically, <laughs> it says that um, no one is allowed to. Like the chapters reforged right after the after the whole betrayal, no one is allowed to know outside of the Dark Angels about the Fallen. Right, so Caliban's gone; it blows up. All the people, like, there's a thing in here that says like, no one knows what happened to like the tens of thousands of serfs and menials that watched Caliban blow up and were like there for the fight, but they're not allowed to know or exist. So probably just like ejected out an airlock or something like that, or just put to the sword. Because no one can know about this. Uh, it's, but then for the, the, it's for the greater good. Yeah, and then... Wait, wait, no, that can't be right, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then, you know, the Imperium comes poking around, they're like, yeah, where's the pl- where's the planet? Where did that come <laughs> And they're like, ah, oh. I don't know how they got around that one. I think, basically, they said that the uh, the needs for the scouring were, like, maybe too much, that the, the Imperium was like, whatever, like, just do what we say, please, just help us out. The... The Imperium and, like, these, like, different planets have just the greatest, like, scapegoat. Ah, it was chaos. We just imploded the planet. Oh, yeah. you're sure? We'll write that one off. No yep. problem. Yep. Yeah, it lost in the in the uh, the pages of bureaucracy, I guess, is probably where <laughs> Caliban's fate is. Right. So. I my coffee. Okay, so in M41, uh, only the Deathwing... And some of the masters, select masters. Like, you can be master, which is kind of like a captain of a company, right? And still Mm -hmm. not know the history of the Dark Angels and that the Fallen exists, right? 
So it's only the Deathwing and a few uh, select masters that know the chapter's like actual full history. And then even among them, like some of them don't know everything. And even Azrael, the fucking Supreme Grandmaster who is like the savant of a person, right? Right. Even he doesn't have access to all the places on the rock, which is like, yeah. At some point, I feel like the lack of information can be a little bit damning, and also their obsessive hunt of the fallen. If most of the chapter doesn't even know that back in the day, like a bunch of their Marines fell to chaos, but you're like incessantly hunting them down, and you like find them, they have like dark angels iconography on their armor. How do they not find out? How are they not like, hey, who is this fucking guy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then, like, yeah, I. I I agree, and then, like, on the same... I definitely agree with the whole idea, like, like wouldn't... I would imagine, like, a supreme grand fucking master there would probably be like, hey, can I get into this room? And, like, just some surf's like, nope. Literally, yeah. You're not allowed in nope, here. Nope, can't get in. What do you mean? I'm, I'm, I'm him. Nope. Yeah. Not not today. Yeah, there's the, yeah, the little um, watches in the dark floating around everywhere, just sort of... Yeah. They're kind of like, no one knows what they are, but they're just like, whatever. They're, they're there. there, and it's like, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Um, so the inner circle, uh, is this sort of conclave of the in the know masters, uh, like named characters like Ezekiel or, uh, Lazarus or Belial, um, people that ascend to the inner circle get to get like a greater privilege of knowing of secret of all the secrets. Right. But, uh, right. one in three. Dark Angels selected for a promotion to the inner circle are or decline the promotion because they fear the mind probing of Ezekiel, who is apparently uh kind of a freak, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like he's 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 scary enough that people don't want them like probing around in his mind. Uh he's obviously so it goes into some background on Ezekiel. He's he was recruited basically for a second potential, which obviously Right. Uh He's, like, so gifted as a psyker that while he, like, the great, like, so he joins, right? The Grandmaster that is there. Yep. Uh, like, is training him, is, like, there the whole time. And then eventually the Grandmaster just steps down and is like, you should probably be the Grandmaster. You're you're better than me. <laughs> so he just works his way up and then he just hands it like, yeah, like, yeah, you could just, you, you got it. <laughs> Here you go. So, okay. Like... Yeah, that's yeah, that's how good of that's how good he is, I guess, at uh, you know, being a librarian. I mean, like, what's he doing though? Like, if that people are like, he's freaky. Like, he's like getting in there and just like going I real think he dark. Just really don't like, really don't want them in. Really don't want him in their mind. I guess it sounds like the dark like angels are a little paranoid. A scary person. Oh, definitely, definitely paranoid. <laughs> and this guy's a little bit scary, even to them. Uh, he's the keeper. Of keys, so he has sort of uh, all the keys to all the like the uh, all of the chambers on the rock that most people are not supposed to go into. Not all of them, but some of them, most of them. And he's the guardian of the Book of Salvation. Uh, and inside the Book of Salvation, this is a cool detail. Uh, is the every so every time they capture a fallen yeah. and they interrogate him, they write their name in this book in their blood. So there's that. Yeah. 
I don't know why, but it's like they got a book. It just seems like, <laughs> yeah, it's like this is a possible. Like, there's no reason to have this. Book. There, nothing. Unless it, you know, well, yeah. honestly, no, no, right. There's, I can see the justification to have the book, but then be like, hey, dab this in his blood. Let's write his name. And they're like, that's it. That's how we're going to track this information. Yes. yes. <laughs> Interrogator Chaplin's just high fiving. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's more metal than that? Is what, what it comes down to. But uh, it just seems like it's so secretive about the Fallen, right? And they're like, we're just going to have this book written in their blood. And it's like, it just seems like a possible another way someone could find out about it. Like a possible breach in security. Like, oh, you drop the book. in, in I'm sure he carries it in battle because why wouldn't you? Right. right? Just, he gets back to the barge and just like, yo, where's your book? Oh, shit. Where's the book? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some dude down there is reading it. He's just like, oh my god, I'm going to sell this to the highest bidder. Propaganda for days. Yep. Uh, So, he goes to uh, Lazarus. Lazarus is the the fifth company captain, who is also in the inner circle. And the keeper of the Unseen Ritual, which is, uh, that's all we get on the Unseen Ritual. There's a ton of stuff like that in here. Unseen Ritual, the Rite of Seven Passages, or some shit like that. Uh, He's a deeds over words type guy. Uh, an allegedly a great tactician, and he wears, uh, most notably, the spirit shield helm, which is sort of his little relic helmet. Uh, okay, so, among the Dark Angels, their chief priority is hunting the Fallen, obviously, that's their number one goal, but sometimes Fallen don't appear for, like, literally over a thousand years, so there's be no, there's be, tr- like, trying to track them, but there's nothing really going on. So they're just doing other stuff. In the meantime, the lion has returned in this time. And uh, he sometimes, he doesn't approve or disapprove of hunting the fallen. Like, obviously, they need to be taken care of. But sometimes he, in, like, in, uh, interferes with their interrogations. So, obviously, Dark Angels are known for, like, grabbing the fallen, bringing him to Caliban, or, sorry, the rock. Uh, putting him in these awful dark chambers. And then, you know, chaplains come in and do really fucked up things to them. And sometimes the lion interferes with them. And it says, like, sometimes he'll walk in to the to the interrogation. The people will leave. The interrogators will leave. And then sometimes he'll walk out. There'll be nobody in there. There'll just be, it's like literally like a solid rock thing. Like, just it's a, a cell. He walks out. Nobody's in there. Sometimes he walks out. He's like, continue the interrogation. And then leaves. They're like... I don't know what he's doing with these people, but, uh, yep, they're there. They're, they're go- they, they were there, and now they're gone. I'm assuming he's doing something with, like, his forest walking yeah. thing, Majiggy, that he does. But um, my initial thought was that he's just taking ones that he can get to, like, that he thinks are redeemed, or he can be, you know, make risen. But then it said, like, sometimes he'll take people that are just outright, like, openly heretical like i have sold my soul to the gods in a hope to kill you and he goes in there and then they disappear so maybe he's like torturing them somewhere or just something that offers them up some i don't know i don't know what he's doing with them. he has a particular hatred for them and wants to kill them <laughs> himself i don't know what he's doing with them but they disappear entirely <sighs> the chaplains the the interrogator chaplains are some of the cooler like at least like the sculpts that games yeah. work has done for the Dude. Um, yeah. Chaplin's ones. Asmodai's insane. 
The guy's fucking creepy. He's he's scary. <clears throat> I mean, his model looks. It's awesome. Really fucking. Cool. I'm looking at it now. I'm like, yeah. yo, yeah, how can I make this into a Black Templar? And pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Just scape, like really just scraping off some Dark Angel icon- iconography. Yeah. Exactly. So the lion's been helping him with that. The lion has. He's on the rock. He's doing his doing lion things, right? Uh, it says he is, you know, the lion's like the OG secret keeper. Like, he's got he's got the keys to everywhere. He's the only one with keys to, or access to, every single place on the rock. Uh, so, he has... Okay, so, I kind of went over this. It kind of cuts back to, like, the history when he's, like, after Luther's fall... Uh, after the, the betrayal, Luther, like, kind of strikes him down. He's interred on the rock. Like the whole time he's on the rock, but nobody knows where he is, and except for except for Luther, the lion yeah, yeah, is, um, yeah, the lion, yeah, yep. yeah. So, so is Luther on the rock still too, or he's just like no, he escaped. Like, he, he escaped. He escapes. Okay. Yeah, they were never able to prize that information out of him. He was captured by like some demon prince or something like that, and like escaped that way. So it'd be really cool if he was becomes like a risen or something because he has regret over it. But I don't think he would do. I don't think they, the Dark Angels would let him do that. At that point, they're letting they went from letting no one in to letting everyone in. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, uh, Luther disappears, um, and like I said, the lion doesn't know how he returned. To me, it's pretty obvious, but uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not the emperor. I don't know who else it would be, but hey. Um, like Brent said, it, it could be. It could just be another god pos- posing as a yeah the emperor. I mean, the god of secrets. Perspective. Oh wait, that's that's Sinch. Or no, no, that's that's Slanesh. Okay, anyhow. No, no, the prince. Uh, yeah, no, no, it, it's uh, it's Sinch. What am I doing? Okay. Uh, outwardly, people observe like, hey, the lion seems like he has some se- sort of secret motive or secret mission, but he doesn't tell anybody who it is. Uh, on another note, on secret keeping, the lion may have access to all the doors, but I don't think anybody knows like of all the actual places that are on the rock. He also doesn't need doors. That's true. That's, that's true. You just <laughs> what? Are, yeah. What are doors? You know, what are they even fucking good for? When you can just walk in a forest, I guess. And right. Up here somewhere else. Um, also, you know the new models, the Inner Circle Companions. Yep. Uh, no one knows who they are. They just appear, except for the lion. The lion knows who they are. I'm, I'm assuming some of these people, these Inner Circle Companions, are ones that that obviously are risen. Mm-hmm. They're wearing black armor, so that's kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, the OG Dark Angels, hor- like Heresy Era armor color. Um, maybe there's some of the ones that are being interrogated in the lines like, bro, like, you want to give us a hand? But at the same time, it seems like a pretty big risk, some dude that you're interrogating for being fallen. You're like, yeah, here's a sword, buddy. Go protect all the named characters for the chapter, you know? <laughs> like, they just appear. <laughs> well, well, they're like, who the fuck are these dudes? That's well. I don't. I just don't. I just don't understand why. Like half the half the uh, hierarchy of the Dark Angels, nobody knows exists Anything. or where they where yeah, they come dude. from. It's just like, well, okay, yeah, we'll just take know. it on the chin. We're fighting next to this guy. He, we have, okay, fine. Yeah, if I was a like the Lion Trooper, like a regular intercessor, right, for yeah. the Dark Angels, I would feel a little in the dark about a lot of stuff. I feel like. Yeah, you're just ripping bolt guns, and you look over, and I'm like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
First, I wasn't allowed in this room the other day, and now this guy's here? <laughs> Who the fuck's this guy? Yeah, so, um... The lion is, that, has... is that a corn insignia on your armor? <laughs> yeah. Where did that come from? So the lion has his own chambers on the rock. Of course. Obviously, in a secret place on the rock. Only a select few people know about this place, right? Yep. Uh, but... Checks out. Yeah. Well, you know... Only very important meetings happen here. Basically, history is being written in his uh, in his chambers. Mm. He has a couple different places, but they really only talk about one, which is sort of like comes off as like uh, half like ca- like cave and half uh, like deep forest grotto type thing. That's why not. <laughs> uh, it says that sometimes. The, the inner circle will be like waiting to have a meeting with him, like they're waiting in line outside of his office, right? To like go in and have a little chat with the lion, and they'll they'll hear him talking to somebody in there, like in hushed tones. I can't make out what he's saying, but he's obviously talking to somebody. And then they walk in, and there's nobody there. There's like only one door in and out, and there's nobody in there. Dude, I'd be putting a request in for a transfer, like <laughs> yeah. immediately. I'd be like, I, I have I have talked to my boss six times, and I've gone in there. Heard him talking to other people. Nobody's ever in there. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Send me insane. Send me to the Templars. Like, can I can I go do a tour at the Death Watch? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no kidding. Um, obviously, like just like Rabute and probably all the other Primarchs, if they were there, they could see what was going on in the Imperium and M41. He's disgusted by it. He's like, bro, this is. This is this is the worst. Like this sucks. This is not what the emperor wanted. Uh, it says that his greatest secret is his plan for Luther and what he's going to do to Luther, or what he has in store for Luther. But that's all we get. It's his most secret secret. This is the utmost of secrets. There's some cool artwork in here that I haven't seen before. Uh, some repeats of the lion fighting uh, Angron. Mm-hmm. Then we go to the Raven Wing. Which are cool, but uh, they're not the Deathwing, you know? Right. You know that meme uh, with uh, the Top Gear cast with, like, Jeremy Clarkson and... Um, oh, what the fuck's the other guy's name? Anyhow, you know Top Gear, the, the show? Yeah, yeah. And there's the meme. He's like, this is cool, but I like this. You know what I mean? You see yeah. that one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the Ravenwing. This is cool. And then it points over, but I like this. <laughs> Ravenwing's, like, just there to get the... The Deathwings teleport homers to somewhere like really important. right. Obviously, the Ravenwing—they're the black clad, super fast guys. They deliver teleport homers. They're the only ones allowed to. Wait, is that literally what their their task is? Is like, like you know, <laughs> okay, I'm like, <laughs> to me, to me, yeah, yeah. Uh, you okay, just read that again. so casually off, like like that was just like written into the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does say that in the thing that they deliver the teleport homers, but that's not. Their primary function. It is. I would say it is one of their primary functions. Right. Their sacrificial lambs to deliver. It is brought up twice. uh, (laughs) They're driving home. At the end of the day, they are there to deliver teleport homers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, they're all right. They don't don't really... The whole bike thing just really... Yeah. ...doesn't do it for me. Like, we have flying land speeders. Just give me, like, a jet bike. Yeah. Again, I don't get it. The 30K, that's the only... All bikes are just jet bikes. Yeah. And, and then they got the 40K and they're like, left. here's wheels. Yeah, Guys, Perfect. look at what I invented. A tire. 
Well, like even like, like even wow, the tanks are like hovering, and they're just like, "Yep, we'll give, we'll just put tires on the on the bikes." Yeah. So you can't I tell me can't. that the bikes don't go fast. The the tanks don't go faster than the bikes. I know. I do. I just cannot get past. <laughs> I can't get past the bikes. I just can't. Do yeah. It. Like the whole fast attack army can't get past the bikes. But hey, here we are. Uh, so one of the ranks in uh, in the the Raven Wing is the Talon Master. And they ascend from the ranks of the Black Knights, which are another rank within the Raven Wing. And the Telemasters are like the lieutenant uh, equivalent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then the Black Knights are kind of like veterans, maybe like sergeant sort of tier guys. Yeah. Right. And I think the, uh, yeah, so Black Knights are initiated into the Inner Circle, so then all the Telemasters are in the in the inner circle as well. Black Knights so, are cool, are cool. Like at least on the tabletop, they got the they got the dual plasma instead of twin bolters. Yeah, yeah, they have some cool weapons too. And then they got the hammers instead of the or the little like uh, little, like mini hammers as like close combat weapons. They're, they, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so here's another one of the secret things that you do to become a Black Knight, and it is Fair. called the Seven Rights of the Raven. And that makes you a Black Knight in the Inner Circle. If you could pass the Seven Rights of the Raven, you too can be in the Inner Circle and be considered a Black Knight. Wow, that's all it takes. Yeah. So they have um, some uh, craft and like weapons and shit that are STCs that they discovered that were not around in like uh, Heresy Era. One of them is the Dark Shroud, right? It was discovered in... M36, the engine for it was, but then they ended up putting, like, little effigies on it of, like, they look like Watchers in the Dark. And the effigies, like, were there on Caliban when it was destroyed, and then they, like, channel some sort of fucking stupid warp energy through through the stone effigy that was, yeah, on Caliban at the time of its destruction. Alright. <laughs> and like it's shroud like the dark shroud it's like shrouded in darkness, so it's like harder to see or whatever. Right. If you look at the model, like it's it looks like shit, honestly. Be I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Kinda looks like ass, but uh What is it, the town master? No, the, this is the dark shroud. Oh, the dark Oh yeah. I, I know what it's you're the talking one about. it's either that one or the Dark Talon is the one that just has way too much going on to be a flying vehicle. Yeah, like there just ain't no way that thing's like <laughs> that thing goes through a tunnel and it just loses its entire point. <laughs> yeah. 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 So those little stone like little uh like statues. Yep. They're like what's producing this like aura of uh like concealment, shadow, that kind of stuff. So they're just like let's put it on our fastest vehicle. Perfect. Yeah. Uh So there's that. That thing's uh, dragging ass the whole way. There's no way yeah. that thing's not dragging ass. <laughs> yeah. There's the the dark talent as well. Uh, the Dark Town special thing is it has a like a torture chamber slash prison cell in the middle of it, just for holding fallen marines. In case you find one, you can just throw them in there real quick. Land, yeah. land, load them up, rip it, off. It, it too is made from like like places on Caliban, so you can hear. So like when they're in there, they hear like the screaming echoes of all the fallen battle brothers of the Dark Angels to help drive them mad, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Again, I just, you know, somebody sat there and was like looking at this design and be like, okay, how do I make a screaming chamber of hell? 
<laughs> yeah. Into this plane. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, and then the last one uh, that is sort of unique to them is the Nephilim jet fighter, which is probably the coolest one or coolest looking at least. Um, it has a weapon that is okay. Again, hearkening back to uh, real world knights and like Christianity. They sometimes it's like uh, okay. I'm just gonna read this thing. It's got, the, the headline is sinister weaponry. Uh, the primary armament of the Dark Talon is the Rift Cannon, a prescribed weapon system whose possession the Unforgiven have repeatedly denied. We don't have that thing. It doesn't exist. Firing multicolored streams of empiric energy, this bizarre armament has been nicknamed the Stained Glass Cannon. Because, <laughs> you know, Christianity, stained glass, yep, knights. Yep, yep, Uh and this is due to the way in which its victims are caught within its beam are rendered into kaleidoscopic translucency in the instant before they are they and their surroundings alike fracture and implode into the maw of the warp itself. So you turn into a piece of stained glass and then you get sent into the warp. <laughs> Can there be a worse go? fate? Can there be a worse fate than that? <laughs> Yeah. You just become art for corn and slanesh and zinch. They're just like hanging you up on their wall. I yeah. really appreciate the dark angels. Right? Yeah, keep yeah, keep them coming. I like these. So that one kind of was like, wow, okay, that sent me for a little bit of a loop. All right, we have the Deathwing. Yes, that's what we're here for, right? Yes. Deathwing is basically first company. It is the it is the first company dark angels. There's no other veterans in this that are not wearing Terminator, Terminator armor. Everyone's wearing Terminator armor in the Deathwing. Not only that, they are all in the inner circle. So the entire company is in the inner circle. They're all privy to a lot of the secrets of the uh, the Dark Angels. Uh, and they, it says in the thing, it says, they believe that they know everything about the Dark Angels' past. And then it says, they do not. <laughs> they are wrong in this belief. They do not know everything. And then it says, this is merely the first ring of the inner circle. Remember the circles in the circles? Oh, the circle yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the outer circle of the inner circle. Okay. Circles. Uh, yeah, they're, I mean, they're just badass fucking Terminators, dude. They're all veterans. They're all, you know, worthy of the, the rank of, uh, you know, first company and being in the inner circle. They're mm-hmm. entirely devoted to the chapter. Uh, if they sacrifice themselves, they will gladly do it. To you know, keep the secret of the fallen, right? Um, some of them ascend to the ranks of the Deathwing Knights. And these are created; uh, these people are created by passing like personalized trials, probably with keeping secrets or something like that, right? Right. But there, there's seven trials or something like that that are personalized just to that person or to that Marine. Um, most of the chapter wish to become a Deathwing Knight. That's like the uh, that's like the pinnacle of Deathwingedry, you know? Right. Those those guys are thick. Yeah, they're thicky pops, dude. They're big. Uh, okay. The Strike Masters. These are above the Deathwing Knights. These are like the lieutenants of the Deathwing. So you would think there'd only be maybe like two Strike Masters in the entire Deathwing. I don't know. doesn't say. But, you know, there's usually like two lieutenants and a captain. Right. Makes sense. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. You'd think like... Two strike masters, and then Belial is the captain, but maybe not. Maybe there's more. Uh, the strike masters, while being okay, so this is a bit ridiculous. Uh, the strike masters are like some of the like greatest warriors 
in the Dark Angels chapter. They don't actually go out and like fight people unless they really have to. They just patrol and like safeguard the prison cells on the rock because there's things of such awful, horrific violence in them that they need to be there. So I think that's kind of ridiculous, but I'm going to read this paragraph because it kind of stuck out as maybe a bit overkill, right? Okay. All of their prisoners share two things in common. Uh, the first is that even in the slightest uh, ways, they have knowledge of the fallen, whether they themselves realize it or not. Uh, the second is that they will never leave alive. So that's good. The rock cells are secured by more than lock and key. Some only respond to signif- or, sorry, specific invocations spoken in languages known to but a handful of individuals. Some will only open once given, once in a given cycle of time when an, an extremely rare incense is burned in their presence. Others are, are secured by rune sequences thousands of characters long and must be committed to memory and change every handful of days. <laughs> Many more require specific biomarkers, psychic signatures, and esoteric coding mechanisms, the workings of uh, which even the Deathwing barely understand. So, that was, I guess, whatever, that's what the Strike Masters are guarding. This sounds like uh, the dark. Sounds exhausting. Yeah, like the dark, <laughs> the dark cells below the uh, the Imperial Palace. You know that the custodians yeah. guard. Like, what is yeah. in? Like, what do they have in there? Yeah, what could what could possibly be so bad? They're like, hey, um, we're gonna put you behind this door that requires an incense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like <laughs> I think it's. I like to think that it's just just regular fallen marines. They're just regular standard troops that turned to chaos or allegedly turned to yeah. chaos. Like, no, listen, this guy is the worst. We have to do, to do this. This takes it so seriously. How do you feed them? I don't know. I guess they don't give a shit. They're probably just like, like, die. Die, idiot. I don't know. I mean, they do want to get information out of them, so they got to feed them at some point. It's just ridiculous. So ridiculous. That is the most over-the-top uh, uh, paragraph, I think, one of them I've heard. I know, like, yeah. There's, yeah, these books always have like a, t- a couple good ones in there. The Necron one was really. Some of the weapons are just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. In the in the in the Prime Nexus episode. Here's a dwarf star. Yeah, catch this, bitch. Uh, okay, we go on to some characters. Some of the bigger characters, mm-hmm. like Azrael. Uh, Azrael is basically just super soldier, but to super soldiers, he is. Uh, a savant of extraordinary talent. And he's uh, said to be an, a, a supreme strategist, even for a space marine, because a lot of space marines are very good tactically anyway, because, you know, that's like their whole life. He's completely on another level. Uh, he has, like, basically everything he carries is a relic. Yeah. Some crazily powerful thing that can never be recreated, right? Uh, one of them is the Sword of Secrets, which is the mightiest of the Heavenfall Blades. The Heavenfall Blades are uh, the swords that the Grandmasters wield. Oh, cool. Then he has the Lion's Wrath, which is his weird-ass fucking-looking one-off combi weapon. It's like yeah, with like a plasma s- gun. With a magazine, it's like, a, like side mag, like, sure. Yeah, it's like a bullpup bolt gun. Yeah. Little strange, like there's no way for the action to like come back far enough to like pick up the next bolt, like the next shell, and then it also feeds it through like this really thin or like thin thing. Have you seen it? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, um, yeah, it's kind of fucked. <laughs> so, 
This thing was looks forged cool. by this guy. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of I think it looks dumb. <laughs> so, anyhow, uh, this thing was forged by uh Tech Megos Prester the Unchallenged. Yep. Uh another little hint back to uh, Christianity. I've only ever heard Prester one other time. The name Prester. It was this guy named Prester John. Have you heard of Prester John before? No. So he was like this legendary, uh, like actual legendary Christian ruler because he didn't actually exist. Like Christian ruler of the East who was uh, simultaneously during the Crusades like sweeping down from the Eastern side of the Holy Land and the Crusades from the western side of the Holy Land, like from like Europe and like uh, you know Germany and Britain mm-hmm. and, and France, right, are like trying to hit the Holy Land, which is like the Middle East, in like this pincer movement. Because Prester John, you know, the priest, uh, the priest king of uh, you know the Eastern uh, Christians or whatever, is coming from the other side. He did, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't <laughs> actually. If he didn't exist. He may. I think that, like the the jury is like kind of still out on that one. Some like some people think that he may have been like Genghis Khan, or like what they thought was a Christian crusade coming from the east was actually just Mongols fucking people up. But uh, we don't know for sure. That's that's what I, that's kind of what I got out of it. That's the only that's the only other time I've ever heard the name Prester. Which I think is obviously a hint right. at uh, Prester John. Yeah, because why not? Why not? Right? I mean, yeah. Let him be. Yeah, but it's weird that it's like not more intrinsically, like, uh, connected to the Dark Angels. Like this is the guy that just created the weapon. Like he's actually like, oh, like an ad mech guy. Is Prester the Unchallenged? So uh, he also has Azrael also has the Lion Helm, which is a- actually the Lion's helmet. Even though he's cool. back, yeah. He's back with a different one. I don't know where that came from, where his helmet came from. Why does it have wings sometimes? Why does it not have wings other times? I don't know. Maybe he leaves him in the forest. Yeah, he's got uh, he's got an endless closet. Yeah. He did say that he offered the helmet to the lion upon his return, and the lion uh, refused it. He said, I'll take the helmet back uh, if I find that the Supreme Grandmaster is unworthy. But that is not today. So he's... Saying that he approves of Azrael and his, uh, you know, whatever. Okay. Asmodai. This guy is highly controversial. He's stepping into uh, Inquisitor Cryptman territory. Remember that guy from the Octarius Wars? Yeah, like bombed, you know, the plan- exterminatus the planets. Uh, he has some weird stuff, like really borderline crazy shit. Uh, so much so that he's censured by Azrael. He was like, uh, you know, interrogator chaplain, chief interrogator chaplain, whatever you want to call him, master of sanctity. He's like, dude, you're a bit over the top. So he puts him in charge of, uh, okay, well, what causes this is um, there is, he basically bombs the city and kills a bunch of civilians. And they're like, why'd you do that? And he's like, I'd rather kill 50,000 innocent people than let one traitor live. And they're like, okay, that's that's a bit insane. He just straight up says that. That's when he gets censured. Everybody was like, you're a bit of a maniac. Uh, let's go put you in charge of 10th Company, the reserve company. Oh, good. Uh, he immediately puts like a whole like swath of recruits, kills them all because he didn't like how some of them answered his questions because he's in charge of recruiting. Kills all of them. 
what else does he do? I mean, they must have seen that coming. They're like, they literally like, hey, you know, that was a little crazy. We're just going to go let you be in charge of our recruits. I think that's a fair censure. And he just takes out on these, 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 these guys who are like, I finally made it. Nope. Yeah. And then, oh, okay. So later on after that, he, uh, he heard some laughing. Someone was laughing on the rock. Oh, unacceptable. There's no, there's no fun allowed on the rock. So he made the entire seventh, seventh company take a, uh. A penance of silence for a year. They couldn't. They couldn't talk for a year. <laughs> the whole seventh company couldn't. So, you imagine how much they hate that guy who laughed, <laughs> dude. No kidding, dude. So this is actually. I don't want to say relatable. But there's no one as scary as asthma die, but to uh, any anybody out there that was also in the armed services, when you're there, it's like, okay, people in the, your chain of command have like. A frankly uh, scary amount of control over your life. Mm-hmm. If they really want to fuck with you, they can. There's some people that are like, don't want to be near them because they're just on the prowl, dude. They're just like looking for something that they can call you out on and just fuck your shit up for, right? Make you do dumb shit for the rest of the day, make you clean your room a thousand times, right? Asmodai is like that guy, but 10 times worse. Right. Like, imagine, like, okay. In the Marine Corps, you'd be, do, you'd be like doing something, like working, trying to fix something right, and this dude walks in, and you're like, God fucking damn it, dude. Like, you think to yourself, get this fucking guy out of here, dude. Like, you just look over and see him, and you're just like, oh shit, like, hopefully he's not even looking at me because he's going to come over here and like ask me questions, just trying to get me to do something, right. just something fucked up. Just, just so trip up once. Toast me. Yep. Just so he can toast you, right? That's like asthma. Dude, imagine that's asthma. You're like a dark angel. Newly initiated Dark Angel, like, oh yeah, dude, being a Space Marine is cool. I'm a fucking scout. Asmodai walks in, you look up, you meet eyes with him, and you're just like, oh fuck, dude. Right. Like, like you could literally not do anything, and he's probably like, I walked in, why didn't you say anything? <laughs> or why'd you look at me? You, th- you think being a Space Marine is fun? You look us- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the firing line, dick. <laughs> yeah. You literally just stand there and do nothing, and he just comes over, he's like, why aren't you doing anything? You're like, bro. He's like, oh, follow me. He comes with, like, takes you to like little chamber, like breaks all your fingers or something like that, right? Because that's what he does. And then, and then makes you, then makes you, you know, go to target practice and shoot your bolter with broken fingers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fun, exactly, fun, dude. fun. And then it punishes you more for not shooting well enough, <laughs> not being accurate enough. Yeah, exactly. And then you're you locked. See his mask, dude. It's scary. It's scary. Yeah. And then, and then after that, you're locked behind an incense door, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, your days of being a dark angel are over done for i mean yeah he's got a you know um he he think he got that thing custom made because i don't think many chaplains can request that kind of a helmet without being uh, saying, without going like are you are you uh chaos are you uh yeah yeah it looks fucked up like imagine that thing he walks in the room stops turns and looks at you just has this menacing like glowing red eyes under the hood and you're like oh shit son of a bitch yep uh, so he wields uh, this power sword called catechist, which is literally a catechist is just like a Christian teacher. Don't so that's just, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like catechism. That's yeah. So uh, he wields that. That's one of his. And he has the blades of reason too, which are like these uh, super archaeotech little blades that are not really weapons, but when they cut you, they make you feel. Uh, more pain than you could ever possibly endure, and it says that no one's, no one has been able to withstand the blades of reason, 
except for that guy named Luther, who somehow was interrogated on the rock for like 5,000 years and didn't let up any of his secrets or whatever. He doesn't even exist. They would, they would deny that to the ground. That's, that's true. Yeah. Okay. On to Belial. Why does he have so many incense like bellowing out of him though? I don't know. He's just, why not? Uh, you're right. So, sorry. That was a stupid, <laughs> stupid question. <laughs> yeah. Listen. <laughs> if I can get another sensor on my armor, do you know how cool I will look? Yeah. I, yeah he's all, all he, big appearance, dude. Comes down to battle, just turns that shit on. Everyone's like, oh, shit. Oh, God. Yeah, he's obscuring everyone's like line. He's like, dude, get the fuck out of the way. Can't see what I'm shooting at. Okay, so now we're on to Belial, who is honestly pretty milk toast. I was kind of excited to read about Belial. Pretty milk toast, dude. Kind of boring, honestly. Uh, another another modern day callback is uh, he's from this planet, uh, a world called Bregundia, which is obviously like from um, like Burgundy, Burgundia, which is like a uh, like a the, I think it's like a region kind of like along the Rhine, like France, Germany, back in the day. And he was already in a knightly order from when he was a kid. Of course. Uh, Dark Angels show up to recruit. This is on a Dark Angels recruiting world. Uh, obviously, they, re- they recruit from a world called Burgundia. Uh, he challenges a-, a chaplain to single combat as a kid. He loses, obviously. Thankfully, he loses. Uh, but the chaplain's impressed and instantly like recruits him to the Dark Angels. Obviously, he passes, you know, with flying colors, whatever. Uh, some of his things he does, he has done. He's killed the Chaos Lord Furion. Don't know who that is. Uh, he fought against the Hordes of Gaz, which uh, you know he held out for a long time, which got him promoted to the Grand Master of the Deathwing. Which is a little bit weird because before that, it said he was just the Master of Third Company, not in the Deathwing. And then he was just like, they're like, oh, nice job. You're the Grandmaster of the Deathwing now. Yeah, bo- that's Which, a leaps and bounds of a promotion. That seems a big step. That's going maybe not. That's going from like basic manager to like here's a, here's a CEO position. Yeah, so it seems like I mean he you, he could have been in the inner circle already as a master. Right, because not all masters are in the inner circle. Some are. Yep. But it seems like going from just a master of the of third company to Grandmaster of the Deathwing is just a bit of a jump. But hey, maybe this guy's crazy. <laughs> Uh, my last note on him is kind of boring, TBH. He's just kind of like a, again, like a deeds over words guy. Just like, oh yeah, like, you know, I got everything everything for the chapter and I'm just going to do my job. Like, dude, have some fun. Yeah. Have a little bit of fun. Um, did you see, did um, your Deathwing kit come with the, like, the upgrade sprue? It comes with two of them. And, two upgrade sprues. Oh, just for the Terminators though? Yeah. Because the one that's on the preview with like all the different Space Marine heads, it's got the hooded bl- uh, blade guard heads. Bruh. I didn't realize they made another one. It's on Warhammer Community? Yeah, for the previews. Uh, huh. Which one? What's it called? What's the thing called? What's uh, the article called? The Dark Angels Prepare to Mobilize. Yeah. February 20. February 18th. Oh, okay. Dark Angels prepare to mobilize on February 18th. Where are they going? We wonder. Oh my god, dude. There's so many articles, dude. Oh, I know. I... 
I think this is. Let's, let me see here. Yeah, that is. That's the sprue I have. That's the sprue you that's have. The one I, yep. The, oh, so it's got all those heads, those uh, space green heads. Yep. That's yep, pretty cool. It does. Yeah, because the blade guard hooded helmet is fire. Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, and be popping those helmets off the other blade guard and uh, placing. Might just have to get some more. That, that too yeah there's, there's always that yeah so i'm not gonna be i don't i don't need any of the shoulder pads but uh i plan on using like the uh, the raven wing like uh thing there mm-hmm. and putting like that putting that on my aunt okay so belial not ever gonna run him we're on a tangent here by the way if you couldn't tell never running belial because he sucks and like i said he's boring yep uh but i'm gonna make him like uh like my company cat maybe even the chapter master i'm gonna turn his model into the chapter master yeah i'm gonna put those two because i have two of those those uh sprues i'm gonna put those two wings like on his on top of his armor oh cool so yeah try to give him a power fist maybe that big book i don't know we'll see what he what he's got going on yeah he's gonna become hadrian telemachus of the sons of salaria perfect i love it yeah imagine being the painter that has to go through and just paint all these bits (laughs) like all right, you get to paint the upgrade sprue. Like you paint the same fucking shoulder pad fifty times. Yeah, that, that suck. fucking sucks. <laughs> <coughs> okay, we're on to Semiel. Semiel is the Grandmaster of the Raven Wing. Yep. Uh, he's kind of he's he's all right, I guess. Uh, he was elevated to the inner circle for uncovering. Uh, like Cypher as one of his sort of like, I don't know if it was actually, yeah, it definitely was Cypher, but I think Cypher is like a, who is actually Cypher. He like takes on many different names and aliases, right? Um, so he just finds out that Cypher is like the, like their adversary in this like one campaign. And they're like, Hey buddy, heard about this inner circle thing. It's like, what? No, I haven't. Well, yeah, he's just kidding. You didn't hear about, you didn't hear me say that. (laughs) Uh, he is, he likes to go fast, dude. So fast that he's almost reckless with his boldness, right? He loves, it says like he really just loves taking Deathwing Teleport Homers to like wherever they need to be. He's like, to like yeah, get me there. And he's like, I got you. <laughs> I will fucking plant that thing right where you want it. I will put it in the gaping maw of a hive tyrant and you can teleport in there <laughs> and blow it up. So... That's, I mean, that's really all that was interesting about Semiel. His jet bike is the coolest yeah. thing about him, honestly. Because it's a jet Which bike. Which is unfortunate. Because it's a jet bike. It's, <laughs> it's fucking cool. He, so. he elected no tires and he won. Exactly. <laughs> Who would have thought? Exactly. Um, there's some successor chapters in the book here. Um, their code schemes aren't really doing it for me. There's one, the Angels of Defiance have... Their their icon is like half. It's really cool. It's like a key, obviously, like their key to a cell, maybe key to the secrets, right? But it's also like a key, maybe an axe, maybe also a mace. Type oh, thing. yeah, that's that cool. Pretty, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, it says that a lot of the, the successor chapters like mimic the structure of the Dark Angels. I mean, they'd have, they have to have their own. Yeah, and so, dude, some of them like the unnamed. Like, they have, like, the whole chapter knows about the Fallen. I would be so pissed if I was a Dark Angel. Hundreds of years fighting, like, got... In the Green Wing. Veteran, yeah. In the Green Wing. Like, you just make it to the Inner Circle, right? Like, maybe you just hit 
maybe you're in the death wing and you become like I don't know you're just a death you just become the death wing yeah and like yeah dude this these are the secrets that we've been keeping from everybody like you know all these chapters know about them and like bro all the budget dark angels know about this shit and I don't yeah. just you this is such bullshit dude you, you meet one and you're, you he meets one on the floor you're like hey I gotta, I gotta tell you something I gotta tell someone all yeah. these secrets he's like dude that's old news fuck you yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also you have to keep track of like of all the successor chapters that know of the secret and who knows about it and who you can talk to about it. Uh, it yeah. honestly sounds like it'd be more entertaining just to be a successor. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So some of them, or all of them, like to mimic, like I said, the, the structure. So they have like, mm-hmm. instead of the death wing, they have the dread wing. And instead of the raven wing, they have the raptor wing. Uh, some of them have called, they're called red wings. Dude. They wear red wing boots. Uh, some of them call the inner circle the guardians of the covenant or the secret order the hidden brotherhood yeah, so, all this, you know, so it's you're all, gonna it's all you're gonna need to come up with yours now mine is not a dark angel successor so that's right you're right just a lot of yeah. a lot of uh, similarity <laughs> just a lot of similarity mostly just in the color scheme yeah. but the lion will be walking next to them at some point but anyhow uh, that kind of wraps it up there. It yep. finishes out with one of those little narrative pieces. Uh, it's just some dark angels fighting some Tyranids somewhere. And uh, they sort of hit him with the fainted retreat. You know, the old fainted retreat where you're fighting and you like fall back and they pursue you. But then you have like forces staged on either side and you're like kind of like, like right in the middle of the... They're getting hit on like three sides. So, d- uh, so that did he give an update? Did he give an update on where he is now? The lion? Uh, he's on the rock, dude. Just floating around the rock, right? right. Yeah, and he he kind of just goes wherever he wants. Like he it did it did say that he has like been like can be seen in battle with successor chapters. Yep. So in this, he's fighting Tyranids because he can just like walk wherever he wants. Right. Yeah. But it did say sometimes it takes him a long time to get there. Like he'll take people with him, and it'll take like days of walking through the forest to get where they want to go, which is still pretty fast considering sometimes in the warp can take you like months to get somewhere you know it's so. it's like one of those things you can't complain you're walking through the you're walking through a, a magic forest to just travel across the universe what's yeah. a few days yeah exactly so yeah he's fighting uh in this little end thing here he he kills a hive tyrant you know as one does mm-hmm. cuts his head off no nope. with his giant sword yep um yeah so that's it. That's it for the Dark Angels. Um, I mean, not a whole lot of new lore there. It's kind of just mostly what is the lion doing now? Uh, we still await the moment that the lion uh, gets in contact with Gilliman, which is going to be, you know, great when that happens because they, you know, famously don't always see eye to eye during the Horus Heresy, but they're now the only two Primarchs that are yeah, they know, better. Sort of active and around. They better put that shit behind them. Yeah, if they want to figure it out, they need to. But the, you know, the lion's not really the statesman. That's that's Rabute. So, but I think ironically, I want I'm I'm really tempted to say that Rabute might be better in close combat now than the lion is. Sadly enough, really. I like I don't know if he actually is, but okay, yeah. So looking at it, uh, Gilliman is. I mean, by most measures, better in melee combat than the lion is, which is total bullshit, dude. Just from a rules perspective. Yeah, I, I agree. It should be the other way around. Like, or Leo. Babaji's cool and all, but, uh, you know, he does, like, the free strat thing. Like, he's already the strategist. 
He's already like like just the free stratagem thing is just way better than anything the lion does, which is pretty sad. The lion does have the three up end wall, which is nice, but um, I don't know. He just you know he's the melee guy. He's like the unparalleled swordsman. Why is Bobby yeah. G better at it? Uh, and, and again, if like the argument is like it's just because he's got the emperor sword, then like make the emperor shield good again. Like, yeah, I, I don't. It's I get it. Like you, it's hard to write rules and like balance things, but. It's okay for certain relics to be like great, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So a little bit disappointing. I'm hoping that gets FAQ'd yeah. or eroded or something. I think what the problem is that this codex was actually written before, like the same time the indexes came out. This codex was written, so it's like yep. we can't go back and print it. So we'll see what happens if they change. Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the issues for sure with like those first wave of codexes. There's always a problem. It it could be great or it could be like, you know, you're just stuck in like and you're stuck in like old rules or old old data sheets that, you know, now don't fit the current setting. So So anyhow, that's uh that's it for Dark Angels. It's kind of an update on uh uh, the lion, what he's doing, because that's really all we care about. So. Yeah, and I mean, like, a lot of Vastor's back, so, like, you know, you, we gotta, I gotta imagine the next thing is going to be, but I don't know when they're gonna possibly be releasing that until the, unless it's the end of the edition, but it's gotta be the meeting of Bobby G and uh, the Lion. Yeah, we're waiting for that one, dude. That's, like, one of my most look forward to books, that and uh, Pandemonium, you know, it's like those two. We don't even know what mm-hmm. the one with, you know, Bobby G and the Lion will be. Maybe it's, like, not, maybe it's, like, years down the line like five years away that would suck wow. but hey maybe it's this year i mean there's really no telling so yeah, we don't know we don't We're know. Not know we don't know shit <laughs> so anyhow um yeah we uh we're gonna be going to the warhammer retreat april 26th to the 28th the tickets are on sale you can go uh to the link in the episode description uh you can find the tickets there it's great fun it's all inclusive uh, you stay like in a dorm with a bunch of other Warhammer nerds and just play 40k over the weekend. All the shit is included. Meals, everything, it's all catered by the sounds of it. Sounded delicious, sounded fun. So we're going to be there. Yep. Maybe, probably, I think we're going to be like interviewing people. We haven't decided exactly what we're, we're going to do yet, but we'll have to come up with a plan for that. So if you want to be on the podcast, which is nobody... But if you do want to, if you want to, if you are out there, you can go to the Warhammer retreat. Yeah, and meet us, meet, meet some yeah. other players, meet some other people. Um, the guys who set it up are great. We've we've gone to a tournament, but you know, with them, we've played yeah. games with them. We've you know, um, they you know, he might be easy going this today, um, Gil. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he's uh he's great, great. And, yeah. Uh, so great yeah, definitely, definitely. If you're interested, want to play play for a weekend. Look, take a look at it, but yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, other than that, uh, that's been uh, Dark Angels, Lionel Johnson catch up, and uh, thanks for listening.